0: Hello and welcome to Season 2 of Film Disruptors. My name is Alex Stoltz and this is the show about the artists and entrepreneurs redefining storytelling and sharing their insights and strategies with you. And in this episode we talk to documentary maker and storyteller Hervé Cohen as we explore the poetic and fascinating work that is A Life Underground which, if you are not aware, is a major new immersive art installation piece and interactive internet documentary that recently showcased at South by Southwest. I spoke to Hervé from his studio in the Bay Area, and we deep dive into his creative process and the art of interactive storytelling. Hervé also reveals how Life Underground evolved into a multi-platform experience, and also the unexpected way that the project was financed, which again shows that new models are opening up for original stories and fresh visions. By the way, you don't have to have experienced Life Underground before listening to the show, but if you haven't, you're certainly going to want to check it out afterwards. And you can find it at life-underground.com if you are enjoying the show or just want to find out more there are a couple of ways to get in touch and stay in touch firstly subscribe on itunes just click subscribe on itunes to get the latest episodes as soon as they drop you can also sign up for updates at the home of film disruptors that's Alex Stoltz. spelled S-T-O-L-Z Just enter your email to receive all the latest Film Disruptors news and episodes straight to your inbox and this is where you can also access previous episodes find out more about our featured guests and get in touch So that just leaves me to say thank you for listening and now I'm going to hand you over to Hervé Cohen And I started today's show by asking Herve about life underground. So actually,
1: uh, life underground is twofold. Like there is um, an interactive web platform, lifeunderground.com, life-underground.com, and. This is a way to explore uh, subways of the world and uh, uh, intimate passenger stories, but individually behind your computer and uh, you craft your own journey. Uh, If you want to travel through a theme um, like uh, love, aging, or work, or family, then the algorithm uh, makes uh, creates a journey through different cities where this theme is explored by passengers, and then you listen to passenger stories along these themes. You can also choose uh, to travel uh, to a specific city or create your own journey. So it's really interactive, but it's an individual experience. You're behind your computer. Um or your tablet and um, and then you 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 decide who you want to listen to when you click on the passenger's name if you want to listen to the passenger's voice but the the other experience is which I think it's it's really complementary is this immersive art installation. So um, imagine all the content that you see on uh, the platform, everything is like, uh, available on large scale screens. Like it's really in a dark room. It's very immersive. You enter the space and, and you're overwhelmed by sounds of subways of, uh, passengers voices, different languages. Um, and visually you're, you don't know where to look because you have all these large screens. It's as if you were into, um, the environments of subways, so um, it sometimes makes you dizzy because when you are, there is like a, a shot of a, a train on the track from the driver's cabin. You you know you it, it feels a little strange. So so it's really overwhelming, but it's really immersive. And then. It's it's a it's a space where many people can get in and and you know they walk around and they uh, sometimes they want to listen to one passenger's voice um, and then they sit down on a bench in front of the screen and then they can be more focused on um, the passenger's story and in more in tune more in intimate um, car uh, conversation uh, with the passenger so. And so this is the other part the other experience of life on the ground that I really love because it's a collective experience. It's less interactive because you uh, you don't the, the visitor doesn't have the um, upper hand or of, you know, he cannot decide where to go unless uh, you know, by changing screen or going to one place or another because we have several screens but it's it's less yeah less interactive, but it's still active the 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 visitor is still a little bit active um, but as a collective experience it's really really uh, thrilling to um, to see how people can be immersed and uh, feel the emotion uh, It's remarkable how it worked
0: That's fascinating to hear. I've experienced the interactive documentary on my computer and that is that's uh, i found it a very powerful experience how did how did this project come about was it always conceived as an interactive internet-based documentary and installation piece was that always the intention
1: no, not at all. It it actually, I, I recently looked at my computer, looked inside of my uh, folders, and I realized that the first script that I wrote is dated like over t- more than ten years ago. So uh, at, at that time, we were not so much in tune with uh, interact interactivity, and uh, f- uh I was really fantasizing about uh, discovering. Uh, passengers uh, around subways in in the world, because being insp- because just being a Parisian and taking the subway and uh, looking at people was very inspiring. I've always uh, wanted to to engage and to you know to I was looking at someone. I was like, oh, uh, this person has a story. There is something there. Uh, uh, asking questions, being curious about the the other. And also when I travel, um, uh, in other cities in the world, for me, one of the best ways to discover a city is, uh, is to go underground and take a subway. And, um, and then you feel the pulse of a city, you feel the crowd and you have time to look at people in, 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 the really like for a long time. Um, and, uh, and then that's, that was the inception of, of the, uh, the idea of making a film. I was like, maybe if I make a film, a documentary about uh, meeting random passengers in subways and, and then trying to uh, to find their secret, their stories in an in, in, in intimate way. Uh, if I have this film project, I would do it. If I if I don't have a film project, I would never dare <laughs> asking, asking anyone just though, who are you? Um, where are you going? Why do you have this uh, bouquet of flowers in your hand? Or uh, uh, why do you look so anxious? Uh, so um, so that was really the the the, the, the first uh, steps. Was like okay, I, I think uh, it's it's amazing to see how uh, these, uh, public and private space like collide. Uh, and, uh, it's so poetic. Actually, it has a a level of poetry that I wanted to explore too, but I wanted to explore that in a more traditional way of uh, making a documentary film with, uh, stories that resonate between one another, you know, with, uh, the editing being like really crafted in a way that, uh, we could uh, you know a love story could start in Santiago and and continue in Moscow and uh, and then unfold somewhere else. you know it's with um, throughout many passengers. Um, so that was really as a documentary filmmaker uh, I didn't have in mind uh, in the beginning to to create. A different way of storytelling I was still uh, in my thought was like okay I, it's a traditional way of making a film but I realized because there is no arc because there is like a mosaic of passengers it's very difficult to find funding mm. for that <laughs> so so that's where things began to you know evolve in my head
0: mm. what how, how how did you solve that uh that, that issue that challenge of financing
1: yeah so um because i realized it, this was there was not an easy uh this project was not easy to to fund because of its like maybe experimental sense you know experimental side i moved to to the us to san francisco uh and uh because i was part of a film group we, uh, we were able to brainstorm. I met other filmmakers. And then the idea came up of creating an interactive web platform where it would be very actually accurate with the idea of what I wanted to express was I wanted to recreate uh, the experience of looking at someone in the subway and and going like, oh, I want to know this person. I would like to know what this person has uh, on their mind. And looking at someone and, and, and being engaged with someone else or, you know, it's, it's like, um, and actually it fit really well the idea of making a, a, an interactive documentary where you can look at someone and then you click on the name if you want to listen to this story. Mm-hmm to the passenger story you, you can, or you can just pass and then you continue on and you, uh, you look at someone else and then you're like, Oh, you're in Hong Kong now. And there is this passenger. Oh, uh, I'd like to hear, um, uh, the story of this passenger. And then you can click. So finding a way to produce a film, uh, that would be maybe fundable, uh, in, in a new storytelling way um, I actually find it more aligned with the experience that I wanted to recreate uh, more aligned because it, it's really about um, having one's eyes everywhere, looking at people everywhere and wanting to engage with one passenger and being in the passenger thoughts, you know, really uh, in an intimate way. And so, so, uh, we, um, so I wrote a project, you know, trying to, to find, um, how to wanting to articulate, uh, my, my thoughts, why an interactive web doc would be relevant for, for this uh, project. And, um, and in San Francisco, someone, you know, because in America, people love putting people in contact. Oh, I know someone you, you know, I know these guys, is, is really into public transportation. You should meet him. Um, this is, this is what's great about this, this, this country also, because, uh, people love putting people in contact and, and share, you know, uh, share their network, which is totally the opposite in France. But by the way, <laughs> uh, um, so someone told me, oh, you should you should meet this person really into public transportation. And this guy told me you should reach out to um, an organization called UITP, Union for uh, International Public Transport. And I'm sure they'd love this project. So they're based in Brussels um, uh, with my producer in France. We we came to see him and um, and this guy was like, this is the perfect project to promote public transportation to, uh, so in his own, you know, mindset life underground, the project that I had written about meeting subway passengers around the world and discovering the beauty underground too, was, was a perfect way to, uh, celebrate public transportation and to find like humanity, uh, to focus on the public and the passengers, uh, in subways. So they really wanted to help. And they had an idea, which was uh, to to uh, um, ask uh, transportation agencies to to chip in to say, hey, this is this is in your interest. We're going to promote public transportation through this project. So would you want to participate? And if you want to participate, you uh you chip in, you uh, you contribute financially. So it was like really amazing because from that starting point. Then the project, after so many years of development, of, you know, fantasizing about it and uh, having like no's from TV networks and struggling with it, as soon as I had uh, this contact with uh, this organization, we found the fundings. And then uh, in a year and a half, I was able to travel throughout 14 cities and uh, create a website with a team uh, and um, it was very fast, actually.
0: Wow, that's uh, that's fascinating. So, I mean, it was almost as if it was brand-funded. Is that? It, it, I mean, how much was how much did it cost the the whole project? If you can say, uh, I think
1: it cost like two hundred and fifty thousand euros.
0: Wow. Okay. I was, because it seems, given the uh, given how much how much there is to it and uh and the slickness of of the uh experience um i was i was expecting it would cost a lot more than that so that's uh i really would i mean it's 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 hugely impressive uh as a uh, just just you know just as a digital platform to start with um and then not necessarily you know not even talking about it as a piece of art um, so that's 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 fantastic, so really that organization funded it themselves, but also for the different metro systems you visited, would those different organizations also pay is that is that how it worked
1: so the organization uh convinced uh sent a message to their members yes. through their agencies, public transportation agencies, saying, hey, this is a great project. You should uh, participate. And this is how how much it's going to cost you. But, you know, it's like sponsorship. Your your network will be visible. You have links to your website and stuff like that. So uh, the UITP uh, didn't actually uh, put money, but convinced the agencies, their members, Mm -hmm uh on a voluntary ba- basis to to participate so so far we uh, we have had um 14 and i'm going 14 subway i'm going to film in taipei in april so it's going to be the 15th uh, subway system and and we'll see uh, uh, if we are uh, it's, it's it's a project that that is going to be evolving so we can we'll be able to add more cities uh, we don't have london yet unfortunately so so this is a big big uh uh, i miss it a lot you know i mean it's like new york i don't have new york i don't have london Mm. yet but uh we um i'm not abandoning that really Mm. (laughs) i i love the london tube and uh uh it'd be such a treat to film in in london um so uh
0: yeah i'm working Mm. on it i'm working so 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 it's 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 not finished yet no, it's, uh, it's the project will continue to grow. Uh,
1: because I think, uh, yeah, there are s- some parts of the world that I, that I miss. I only have one subway in Latin America. It's in Santiago. And I really love to explore more. And for example, in Mexico city, uh, also in North Africa, there are two subway systems. And if I want to explore the, to reveal the diversity and, uh, uh, and and without North Africa, and there are no subways in in sub uh, sub-Saharan um, Sub-Sahara, uh, Africa, but North Africa, in Egypt and Algiers, in uh, Cairo and Algiers, there are two. There's uh, they have subways there. Also, India. I would love to go to Delhi or to Calcutta. Um, so yeah, there are more subways that I want to to feature to really have a better sense of the world's diversity um because it's really about our common humanity but but it's also about our little you know india secrecies, you know our little differences that we can feel you know it's it's really a, before uh when I was uh, younger, I wanted to be a an anthropologist and uh never was able to pursue this career but it's always in the back of my mind as a filmmaker so uh, so this this project is really uh also aligning my my old um, desires uh um it's um, it could be yeah you know how uh, i'm going to discover how people live in such uh parts of the planet. And, uh, so, this is a uh, little anthropological aspect that I love, you know, to see, uh, to see the look at the crowd, see how people interact, and listen to languages. And uh, so, this is always a discovery.
0: You're listening to Film Disruptors, and I'm in conversation with storyteller Herve Cohen. And in this section, Herve shares his thoughts on why interactive storytelling can be so powerful and how embracing constraints can be the most important opportunity for emerging storytellers.
1: I think this way of telling stories, the in- interactive uh, web doc or art installation is is just it's complementary to other uh, ways of telling stories it, it's not i don't think it's going to be my main focus it's my first time so um i must say uh, uh, it fits very well with the with the purpose of the project it fit very well with the uh the whole idea of being in interaction with multiple passengers around the world um but it's not sure that it would fit other projects but one one thing is sure is that I know that uh, my my mind will be aware of other ways of telling stories, and each way is it is is a different experience. And um, even for life underground, uh, I have what I have in mind is is to maybe uh, craft a more traditional documentary, and uh, it could be yeah the, the the first idea that I had in the beginning more uh, experimental um and all the three the three different ways of um featuring these stories are very complementary so the the web doc behind your computer the art installation for more um uh immersive and collective experience is, is other ways and and they all have value i think um so for sure, I will have, I will keep my mind open on on different ways that could be other ways that I don't know right now. But um, uh, it's great that that in this day and age, you're you can be um, you can be open to uh, other forms uh, of of telling stories. It's really great. It's really really great.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, it really does sound like you the the journey for life underground was it started with your own curiosity your own passion for a uh, the material and then you found the best way to tell that story which happened to be uh, an interactive documentary but uh, so yeah you you let the material kind of dictate the form exactly mm. yeah and um, yeah, it's uh, it's also um,
1: interesting to see that um, what happens if you're not totally in control of the storytelling. Because uh, you, well, you're never totally in control, even if it's a, a feature uh, film or uh, a more traditional documentary. Uh, then the public will probably make something that probably it's might not be the exact thing that you wanted the, the, the public to get. So each, each time you, uh, you make something and you let it to the world, whether it's uh, um, a traditional uh, form or um, other forms like a web doc, you, you count on the, on the audience to, to make something on their own and uh, with their own eyes. So it's really taking it to the next level when it's an interactive documentary, because then uh, the public is more in control and and it's super interesting. I mean, in Los Angeles, uh, I remember people would uh, uh, would tell me, oh, so you uh, that's the theme. So they were like there was a theme that they thought they would um, that would be like my main interest. But that's the theme that the ideas that they got, because they were interested in that theme, it was about parenting. So they said, oh, it's a lot about parents, children relationship. And uh, that's amazing. And, you know, we are about to be parents ourselves. And uh, we found those stories, you know, that was really compelling and that resonated to, uh, to us. And actually, because they saw something that really uh, they were in tune with and so yeah each each one can see something that they're interested in um and that's that's what's fascinating uh, about the project as, as as it is right now
0: hervey what is your advice for emerging storytellers someone who um is maybe she uh, has an idea she wants to make a tell a story um but not entirely sure where to start which format which way to which way to go what would be your advice for someone in that situation
1: my first advice would be to do it so if you um with what you have do it with what you have so um you could be you have a story to tell uh why don't you start, you know, just producing it, you gather some friends and, and, and do it. It's, I remember when I had my first documentary idea back in the day, uh, I had to, I was very lucky at that. At the time uh, we had to have like, it was like better cams and super big cameras. You, you couldn't just go and, uh, and wing it. You have to have a crew and, uh, equipment and costly equipment So I was very lucky that uh, a producer in France just trusted me and said, okay, so your idea is good. I'm going to give you like a team and equipment. And, but uh, I was lucky because, uh, but if if it were today, today if I I, I could have easily found equipment and, and do it myself or with friends. And, and so I think it's, it's really uh, uh, making a story with your own means. And there is a film that I love, uh, a documentary film uh, by Agnès Varda called uh, Daguerreotype. I don't know if you, if you know about this film. No, I don't know. It's a 1976 documentary. It's one of my favorite films. Uh, and she made this documentary around in, in, her, in her street, Rue Daguerre in Paris. Uh, in the 14th arrondissement. And uh, she said, so that the only, she had a constraint that she could not go further than the length of the electric electrical cord. So she plugged, so at that time, you know, they had to have like electrical lights and, and stuff like that and electrical equipment. It had to be plugged. Um, so she plugged the equipment uh, at her house and then she uh, allowed herself to film around the perimeter that allowed the length of the electrical cord. Um, So it's just to say that uh, uh, she had that constraint, and she said, okay, that's the way I will have to make the film with this constraint of um, being the length of the electrical cord, and and this is going to be my perimeter. And so she went... um, uh, and she filmed, uh, the little, uh, businesses, uh, and, and it's a, like a portrait of business owners in her street. And it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful documentary, but it's really great to see that she, um, uh, she, she made something amazing with a, a constraint. And, and I think that's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good example. You know, if you, uh, um, if you know you don't have the money to to go abroad and make a film uh, wherever uh but you know you live in your neighborhood uh you, uh you you find ideas about you know a neighbor or um if you want to make a documentary about i mean a, a street that is your street that is changing and um yeah i think there are so many stories to tell and um if you are really feel the urge of being a filmmaker, you just just do it and uh, create a story according to uh, to your means and with the uh, equipment that you have, which is really affordable right now. It allows you to be to be creative and to, to go beyond you think uh, are your limits, but actually it allows you to go really far. I think I, I love this idea to, to create with constraints.
0: If you want to find out more about Film Disruptors, listen to other episodes or get in touch, please visit www.alexstoltz.com.